to everyone in the precious and holy name of Jesus the Christ. I'm so glad to see you join this podcast in hopes that all of you, every one of you, will be touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. Our scripture reading for today is found in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. And listen now for the word of the Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and to deal with sin. He condemned sin in the flesh so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit. And since the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ doesn't belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, through the body is dead, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies. Also, he'll do that through his spirit, the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now, won't you pray with me, beloved. Almighty and everlasting God, as I stand, knee bowed, body bent, before thy throne of grace, as I boldly take my place to speak to your people your word, please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it now. And in Jesus' name, we all say, Amen. Our sermon topic for today is becoming a spiritual Christian. Becoming a spiritual Christian. many of you have found yourselves in situations where you know you fail to be godly or spiritual acting. Situations where you can confess that your flesh just took over. When someone lied on you, 
at the office and you walked up in his or her face and said bad words and just told them off? That was the flesh. The flesh, beloved. When your children don't do what you tell them to do and then you lash out in anger, sometimes overreacting, that's the flesh. When you found yourself in a situation where it would have been better to not say one word, and you found yourself talking too much, and then you regretted it later, that is again the flesh. When you lied, when you spied, when you went there, when your body tensed up and your neck started moving, when your eyes turned red, when you not got hefty, and your heart start beating fast and you, you're in a rage ready to fight somebody. Nothing but the flesh. Well, my beloved, all of us from time to time have a hard time controlling our flesh. All of us do. Yes, we do. And the Bible says, because all have sinned and fallen short. Not of you, but of the glory of God. Well, here's the problem. Are you listening? Are you listening? Can you hear me now? Okay. We live in two worlds, and we are always fighting contrasting realities, the law of the flesh versus the law of the spirit. So we come today to learn about the higher law. The law of the spirit is the higher law, and it, and it is a higher law because it is from God. That's the part of us that's received and, and it will set us free. We can live victoriously more every day of our lives when we are empowered by the Spirit of God. However, now however, we must be intentional when it comes to having victory over our flesh. I said intentional. It just doesn't happen because you joined the church. Our lesson found in the letter of Paul to the church at, at Rome what will help us today, help us how to live in tune with our spirit self. So this lesson teaches us that it is the spirit of God that gives us victory over the flesh. Now, however we live at a time, you know what, beloved? When we are just so focused, really, we are obsessed over our mind and our bodies. We are a body-mind culture. Now, but the equation is ignoring the most important part of our being. Because what we must remember is that we are created with three parts. Our body, our soul-mind, that's one, and our spirit. And the part of us that is ignored the most today is our spirit. Let me repeat. It is our spirit that is the most ignored part of our being. Because you see, we, we are first spiritual beings with a mind soul housed in a body. And so to become true Christians, we must focus our attention on the Holy Spirit within us. Now, child of God, this this inward struggle with sin was as real for Paul Pastor Paul as it is for us today sin is real whenever Pastor Paul felt lost he would find himself 
get himself in line by remembering the beginnings of his spiritual life, remembering that Jesus Christ had already freed him from the control of sin and offered him the opportunity to receive the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. And so our Bible lesson says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Beloved, when you lose control and do things that we later regret or or do things that we know disappoint the Lord, the worst thing we can do is to condemn ourselves and get all caught up in guilt and shame and make a home in that valley. Don't let people who know what you did put that guilty plea on you anymore. Because people love to condemn us. They don't condemn themselves, but they're good at condemning us. Because they can't see the sin in themselves, uh, but they can see our sin. Here go, here go the people, the people go. I thought she was a Christian. I, I can't believe they acted like that. And did you hear what came out of their mouth, honey? They couldn't be a Christian. Because Christians don't act like that. Well, I've known many who do. Oh, my beloved. The truth is this. Christians do make mistakes sometimes. And sometimes Christians do act up. And Christians do take the wrong road sometimes. And Christians do lose it sometimes. Yeah. Christians do think unholy thoughts and are tempted by money, greed, and sex too. And yes, we're still Christians. We just Christians who need to jumpstart the Holy Spirit who lives within us. That's why you come to hear the word of God. I go to church because I know I need God. Yes, we're Christians. Christians who need to spend more time feeding our spirit the word of God. What does a songwriter say? But a saint is just a sinner who fell down and and then got up. Who are Christians? Sinners saved by God's grace. Because Christians don't say, I fell down and I can't get up. Because the love of God always lifts us up. Let me tell you, love lifted me. Good God Almighty. When nothing else would help, love lifted me. Oh, yes, we've all fallen, and we need the Holy Spirit to get us up. Oh, I tell you, I'm so glad that I've changed. I don't do what I used to do, but that don't mean I've forgotten it. I'm not where I need to be, but that don't mean I'm not getting there. That's why we tune into this podcast to get lifted up and healed and restored and renewed by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us who are Christians. So the Bible starts off in Romans 8, 1 through 4, reminding us that as Christians, we have something that other people who are not Christians don't have. We have the Holy Spirit. We have freedom from sin and power to do God's will. The power to live as a Christian life is found only in the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, was present at the creation of the world. And he is the power behind the rebirth of every Christian. 
He gives us the power we need to live the Christian life. This is a time like no other. And this is a time for us to be sure that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't just talk being a Christian. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. If you are running on empty, you came to the right place to get filled. Somebody say amen. Well, let's take a deeper look. Paul divides people into two categories. Those who let themselves be controlled by their sinful natures, meaning their bodies and their minds, and those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit. Remember that we are made of body, mind, soul, and spirit. And those who flow in the Holy Spirit are real Christians. But all of us would be in the first category, controlled by our flesh. If Jesus had not offered us a way out, it's only when we have said yes to Jesus by opening our mouths and receiving him as the Lord of our lives, the living Son of God, and we ask him to forgive our sin, then and only then are we really Christians. Oh, we might think of ourselves as nice people, but being nice is not enough. Because the truth is, we can never be good enough for God without receiving Jesus and being filled with the Holy Spirit. People say, Jesus knows my heart. Jesus don't want to see your picture when he looks at your heart. He wants to see the picture of his son, Jesus Christ. And so we must become one of the disciples of Jesus by being initiated into his church. And then the real work begins. We must remind ourselves every day after that that our flesh is hostile to God. Our flesh wants to say, I did it my way. And the way of the flesh is full of drama. The flesh loves drama. <laughs> our goal in this life is to become spiritual Christians because carnal people, people who are ruled by their flesh, are empty. Something's missing in them. They have a lack of peace. They're anxious. They're restless. And they're uptight for no reason at all. And Romans 7 through 9 tells us that for this reason the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It, it does not submit to God's law because it can't. It cannot. And those who are in the flesh without the Holy Spirit, cannot please God. Oh, but on the other hand, on the other hand, spiritually renewed Christians have purpose and meaning and joy and excitement, and we are self-critical. You know something? Let me tell you something. Let me confess something. When I do something that is of my flesh rather than God's Spirit, I don't feel right about it. I don't feel good about it. I don't like it. I'll beat myself up about it. And I'll certainly go to God in conversation and prayer and ask his forgiveness and his help. If you are a spiritual Christian, you know when you've sinned and fallen short of God's will. Because the Holy Spirit living in you will not let you rest in peace until you get it right. Spiritual Christians have a conscience. 
And the more we want to be spiritual, the more we learn from our mistakes. Our mistakes become a lesson and not a curse. And the Bible teaches that those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 through 23 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Now look at this powerful word, beloved. Verse 9 says, but you are not in the flesh. You, child of God, Christian, you are in the spirit. Since the spirit of God dwells in you, that means those of us who profess to be Christians, because anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. You're just fooling yourself and calling you something you are not. And so God is saying to us today because he loves us. He's saying, look, Christians, you are not like everybody else. And you can't act like everybody else. You are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen people. We are a peculiar people. And we are called to a higher standard of living because we have help. Don't ignore the Spirit of God that dwells in you. It's the only way you can have victory. Oh, spend time with the Holy Spirit, beloved. Feed your spirit the Word of God. Listen to the preacher preach the Word. Don't overlook the Spirit of God that is the power to control your flesh. Oh, we must learn to call out to God. We find ourselves in a situation that's attracting our flesh. Before we react, we need to say, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. You need to call him by name before you leave this podcast and go back out there in the real world. You need to say, help me, Holy Spirit. The Bible says, but you and I are not in the flesh. We are in the Spirit. The Bible says, but you and I are in the spirit. Listen, listen, listen. When you joined church, you became a person who is in the world, but not of the world. Let me tell you this, child of God. When you come across some people, you need to think to yourself that it is to their benefit and yours that you are a Christian. Look at somebody with a smile on your face and think to yourself, I miss the drama. You better be glad I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. You better be glad. I know I'm glad. Do you know that if some of you were not saved, you'd be in jail, prison, on the streets, dead, or missing a limb? Don't talk about people. Some of you would have AIDS, STDs, and a gun to your head if it were not for the Holy Spirit controlling your flesh. I praise God. I praise God for stopping me from doing some things that my flesh wanted to do because I could not have controlled my flesh on my own. The sinful things that the flesh wants to do look good, feel good, Taste good, smell good. And this I know, this is what I know. If it had not been 
But the Lord was on my side. I don't know where I'd be. That's why I praise him. I know in my humanness, my limitations. And let me just say this. Because Jesus really had a real problem with the self-righteous. And I meet people like that all the time. Please don't start that self-righteous stuff. I can just hear somebody saying, well, she must have been a bad woman because I've never done anything wrong. Well, if you've not been tempted and tried, maybe nobody wanted you. I don't know. I'm just saying. And finally, child of God, our lesson says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. Don't ignore the Holy Spirit. In other words, our identity in Jesus is not how we are living, but who we are. And that's deep. Not how we live in. People can put on and act on all like that. But who you are transcends your whole life. Spiritually, spiritually, spirituality refers to the way that the whole self is positioned in relation to the spirit of God. Oh my goodness, to be a spiritual man or woman is to live a life full of spiritual power. The power that only the Holy Spirit can give. Not by might, the Bible says. Not by human power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Oh, child of God. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, activated, we have a new way of walking and a new way of talking. We have a new attitude and a new presence and a new outlook on life. A spiritual person is a new creation in Christ Jesus. A spiritual person is a changed person born again, to be born again, to be born again by the indwelling Spirit of God. That's why I'm not particularly happy I choose to be around people who only knew me then because I've changed the question is, have you changed? I don't get mad like I used to because it feels better to be glad. I don't get ugly like I used to because I'm trying to be holy. I don't get upset. I start to pray. I don't worry. I keep the faith. I, I don't frown. I want to smile. I hold on to the things I need to let. I don't hold on to the things I need to let go of. I will let it go and let God. And I really... Don't care what you do to me. What can people do to me? If God is for me, who can be against me? I am a spiritual, holy, bold Christian. No more drama. No more Holy but more Holy Spirit. No more drama, but more Holy Spirit. Tell at least three people today. Tell at least three. No more drama, but more Holy Spirit. I'm so glad you were here with me today. And I pray that you were blessed. I open the doors of God's church and invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And if you'd like to join us here at Pacoma First UMC, please call the church and I will return your call. 
And beloved, I do hope that you'd hit that thumb up button if you enjoyed this service and subscribe to our channel. And I also offer you an opportunity to give to the ministry. God loves a cheerful giver. Give to our website. And remember, spread the word of God by sharing this video. Oh, child of God, I send you love and blessings. In the precious name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. I'll see you next time. And you, you remember what we need today is a fresh and full anointing of the Holy Spirit. A change, a change has come over. we all need to be changed. Love you. See you next time. Be blessed. A wonderful change has come on Oh, wonderful change.